It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This week's episode of Beyond Reason is brought to you by Nodakian Studios. If you want a piece of fine pottery or a painting to die for, check out Nodakian Studios at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Nodakian Studio. Welcome to Beyond Reason. A show for those who dare to have an open mind. Now here's your host, Justin Cancellari. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new Beyond Reason, the show for those who dare to have an open mind. I am your host, Justin Cancellari, and tonight I've got an amazing episode for you. Tonight I'm going to be doing a roundtable with a great set of people. And I want to introduce everybody, um, but I'm going to have them introduce themselves. I'm going to start with you, Sir Brian Bowden. Tell everybody about you really quick and your podcast. My name is Brian Bowden, and I have a podcast called Nobo Boomy. Uh, where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe. It's on Podbean. We're also having a couple other podcasts. We're going to do Portals of Perception and Sideshow Safari coming up along with some Inside Goblin universe stuff with a special co-host that people may remember. Awesome. But thanks. Yep. All right. Mr. Jonathan Mallard. Ghostly greetings from the oldest city in North America. I'm the host of the Odd the Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast, your monthly paranormal variety show. Thank you for having me. Miss Cat Ward. And I am Cat Ward, host of Paranormal Heart. You can find me on uh, Podbean and a whole bunch of other places. And Miss Cisco Murdoch. Hello. I'm Cisco Murdoch, and I am the host of Journey Through the Gate Paranormal Portal podcast and co-author of We Are All Children in the Wilderness of the Afterlife. And we just basically delve into the many wonders and layers of the paranormal and have a great time. And I'm really glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Justin. Well, thank you for coming on. And for everybody out there in the listening world today is that we are recording, which is January 14th is Cisco's birthday. So everybody here, uh, we're going to sing a quick happy birthday and here we go. <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Absolutely beautiful. I am so thoroughly touched and I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> And we are the Knights of the Paranormal Roundtable. Me, me, me. <laughs> 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 I'm wearing armor. 
So we're good to go. You're wearing armor, but no pants. That, that no awesome. pants. <laughs> Throws off the enemy. I'm wearing a smot. So <laughs> I'm fully clothed. I'm feeling kind of left out. <laughs> good luck, Dustin. Go ahead. <laughs> go. What I thought I'd start us out with today is something that's actually just been in the news recently, uh, and that is China shooting a rover to the dark side of the moon. Now, you know, there's been speculation about the dark side of the moon for years now, and I, I have my own opinion on it. But, John, I wanted to start out with you about what your thoughts are on, do you think we're going to find something there? Are they just pretty much mapping out the other side? What do you think is going on? Eh, it's just a pissing contest, basically. <laughs> we can do it. We can do it better than you. That's all that is. I don't think there's much to it. Uh, you know, Dark Side of the Moon. It's just a great song. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what about you? Well, well, well. Um, China's not going to be second fiddle to anybody, and they're going to do it better than anybody else did. So, um, you know, they're, they're just looking. They're, that's it's something to be expected from China. I mean, they're very much into exploring, into learning more, more information about things. And I'm just curious about there was a delay between them landing and the video cut out, and then they were there on the planet. So something must have come in that they shut down that feed for. And if you know anything about the dark side of the moon, um, there's supposedly uh, a city there and a body and some other stuff. We were told not to go back, uh, but I guess they wanted to order takeout. So yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I agree with uh, with them. It's, uh, you know, kind of like, yeah, we did it. You know, I don't really have much of an opinion on because I have to be honest, I haven't really had the time to read much on it. <laughs> and what about you, Cisco? I'm kind of in the same category as the guys um, and Kat as well, too. I'm kind of sitting in the middle of it. I mean, I heard about it and I thought, OK, right away you start thinking Pink Floyd. Did they find Pink Floyd? Right. <laughs> Exactly. You know, uh, and you know, I can't get the song "Shine on You Crazy Diamond" out of my head. But other than that, I mean, I think space, obviously, you know, to quote a famous show, this the final frontier. You know, I don't know what exactly we're looking for. Are we looking for another place to go because we're starting, we're ruining this one so much that we have to go someplace else? Is it just we're just, you know, inquisitive and we just really gotta know? Um, I'm just not. I don't know. I just, I just believe that there's more to the side of us, and probably right in front of our faces that we need to deal with. I don't, you know. I'm not against space. I don't want to go down that I'm against space. I just, I don't understand. You know, do we really have to go to like Mars and you know, the, the, what are we going to do with the moon? What are we going to do? Right. You know, maybe you guys know more than I do, but that's a lot of money to spend. I guess we have to explore and we have to understand, but. Coming from a Native American perspective, I think there's a lot of stuff we don't quite understand here, and I'm really into more trying to get that under control. Maybe I don't know. That's probably a do, you know a Debbie Downer, but that's my maybe thoughts. They ran out of cheese. Could they? <laughs> well, I mean, the Chinese money is 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 their money. It's not the people's money. It's their money. So they do what they yeah. want. There really isn't but, a cost involved in it. Right. The only cost that gets involved is when they printing up all those Chinese menus. I mean, <laughs> for all, <laughs> and that well, one guy has to go to every house that's there in the moon and drop them off. 
you know, and that's an interesting perspective because now that you kind of bring that up, I mean, they are extremely overpopulated, maybe more than, maybe for, you know, maybe it's more, they are looking for that, you know, another place to go, but I don't think the moon's the answer. Maybe it's just, you know, a hop, skip and a jump to something else. Who knows? Well, I guess we'll see. Well, I think humans as, in, as a whole right now are looking for other places because right now we're polluting our planet worse than anything else that could. And, you know, whether you want to terraform Mars, terraform the moon, put a base on the moon, whatever the case may be, you know, as a human society, unless we start talking about peace and getting along, we're just going to destroy anywhere we go anyways. Beautifully said. That's That was my thoughts wrapped up into a sentence. Very well. Well, um, I mean, like... Grand well, the Earth is... And, and the are already destroyed, but... Yeah, they're going to shake. The Earth is going to shake us off like a bad case of fleas. Eventually, you know, there's something is going to come up. I mean, if you really get to get into science fiction, look at all the different things. I mean, has anybody seen the new Bird Box? No, no. I've heard. I mean, I, and you know, I have a totally different view of that than you know my sons who watched it and we talked about it. And I'm saying, I'm thinking it's just quite possibly i don't think it's aliens i don't think it's really paranormal i think it's more of a supernatural natural where the earth has just gotten found a way to get rid of some folks because we're just doing these terrible things and i don't know that it it can't do that in some way or another i mean we're evolving i mean nature evolves why wouldn't earth right. i mean it's a spooky thing to think about isn't isn't that what the elementals are and if you get into the um, we call it the goblin universe on the show, but basically it's the elementals. It's the fairies, the fae, the the uh, uh, leprechauns, um, all the woodland creatures. Each one of these has a, a you know a more respect, very Native American type um, for for the, their surroundings and everything's living and everything has feelings. So maybe they're just like you know. I don't know, these midget gangs or gnome gangs going out there and, and taking out hunters and stuff. I, you see, see a lot of the animals actually going back at the hunters now, more right. so than ever before. Right. So, I mean, yeah, we, we've ruined this planet, but I think this is the precursor to us really getting a disclosure type of thing where I think now the aliens go, well, ah, crap, they're at the moon. We got to, you know, we got to do something to stop this or, or put it in check. Um, because at the, at the rate we're in right now, when UFOs fly by our planet, they lock the doors yeah. <laughs> and drive fast. I agree. Yeah, they drive I fast. Agree. I agree. I don't think we're ready for it either. I mean, if you really get deep into it, if you, if you want to go ahead and allow that door to open in your mind where you say, okay, we can't be the only life here. Um, I think we've got a long way to go before we get to the level of um, that higher intelligence where, I mean, let's face it, folks, we still kill each other here. We still have wars. We still let neighbors go hungry. And, you know, if you want to get really into it, I mean, that's no way to, to continue a civilization. You have to go back to tribal to it takes a village and, you know, care about each other. And I know that sounds like a whole lot of sap, but it's the truth, you know. I mean, it's me giving me mine, and, you know, you better not come over here and try to take mine. You know, instead of trying to get along, I mean, we can't even, you know, have you, have you driven a car lately? Do you see what I mean? People <laughs> each other. I mean, if you think about it, I think this is a very young planet in a lot of ways. I really do. And that's just my take. Well, I mean, 
How many of, of us have heard about the, the uh, Georgia Guidestones? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, they're talking about the, the ideal population for this planet. It's like half a million people, right? Half a billion people, sorry. You know, that's the ideal population. And I know this is going to sound really bad coming from me, but I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, we are overdue for a, a wrath of God, um, mm-hmm. life-ending type of event. Yeah, Me- yeah meteor or a wrath of God. We have gotten out of control as a society. Doesn't matter what religion you are, what kind of person you are. Um, we need like like that whole pillars of salt crap to take place now because there's way too many people here um, hustling and bustling. They don't give a crap about anybody, and someone needs to set the record straight. I think you Jesus is even afraid to come back now. <laughs> I, I wouldn't worry about him. I'd be worried about Thanos. Uh, I think this, this conversation is headed towards Avengers, and I uh, just like to say I'm looking forward to the new movie. There, there, there you go. So am I. That's it. Good night, everybody. <laughs> You're all dead. Mike drop. I feel weird, Mr. Mike dropped. <laughs> but that's do, true, though, right? Yeah. I do yeah. have to say, when I first heard about the Chinese going to the moon, it reminded me of that meme that I saw, and I'm sure you guys saw it too. It's, it's what if. Adam, what if we actually came from Mars, we destroyed that planet, and Adam and Eve actually came to Earth, and the meteor that destroyed the dinosaurs is what Adam and Eve came to our planet with. And now we're just trying to go back to the moon because that was a, uh, a hot vacation spot. <laughs> and I started to, to chuckle, but then it's like, oh. Well, how would you explain the fossil record? I mean, come on. <laughs> Where's the fossil record on that meme? Come on. Well, if, if you read the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yep. You know, there's actually a Twilight Zone, and it's done very well, as only Rod Serling could do. Way ahead of its time. The whole show was way ahead of its time, and I think it was so good because he was in charge. And he was so involved in it. He was right there all the time. And there's definitely one like that cat that, um, you know, you don't know it at first. The man has crashed in a, a spaceship. And basically, he's trying to put together the communications to get communication from headquarters, you know, Houston, whatever. And Houston's just telling him, like, the, you know... Nuclear, there's something going on with, they don't ever mention countries, but you know it's a couple of countries going at it. There's nuclear war pending, and then the guy comes back and says, you know what, you're going to have to get yourself out of this. Pray for us all, because it's all going to be, oh, boom. And now he's alone, and you don't know what's going on. You think it's some poor guy from Earth, you know. And here it turns out that he's landed, and there's another, there's just a woman. And at first, he doesn't know what's going on. She's scared. He's scared. And they start learning to communicate. And eventually, you find out his name is Adam and her name is Eve. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Pretty good Twilight Zone. Yeah. And this is why the Chinese are gone to the dark side of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, They're looking for cheese and they want to start a new vacation hotspot. It's all those are trails on any of yes. our shows. So <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I think it's a it's good true. point, though, like. I've heard numerous people talk about they feel that we came from Mars or another planet even and landed here. And, you know, a lot of people will say that we've evolved from monkeys. And, um, you know, I was talking to my little brother. This is actually a very interesting little side note um, that um, 
everybody has it wrong when it comes to the evolutionary theory that monkeys are just our closest relative, if you will, compared to the rest of the animal kingdom. And I thought that was a pretty good point because everybody wants to say we came from monkeys. Well, no, we didn't come from monkeys. We're just Mm. most related to them. And, you know, I had made this point to him as well. You know, if we evolved for monkeys, then why are there still monkeys? That's a good point. Very observant. How does everybody feel about RH negative and the RH factor in blood? Does anybody have any uh, wisdom on that as far as RH negative? Well, is there also O, the O's as well? Yes, that's a whole other thing, though, because, you know, with RH negative, it's supposedly you don't have that rhesus monkey in your DNA. So they're like, okay, well, where do they come from? So you've heard all different things, you know, aliens, or you've heard, you know, this whole Anunnaki, you've heard all kind of things like that. But explain that to me, RH negative. Does anybody have any thoughts on RH negative? Well, it's really funny. When you said the Anunnaki, um, if you look at some of the stuff that Stitchin brought up, you see this monkey-esque type of entity sitting on this huge Anunnaki's lap. So we may have been, and the rumor through that in the book, uh, you know, the whole Anunnaki story is basically they they genetically engineered us from these monkeys numerous times until they perfected what we all have here right now, (laughs) which I don't (laughs) think it's perfect. Um, So, I mean, this is why there's a missing, you know, someone said a missing link. Um, I don't know. I mean, we we don't, we're we're never going to know right now. I mean, we don't know and we're not going to, you know. Just for the people listening, there is no disclosure. Get off, get over yourselves. Um, and we're not, you know, until these craft or these beings or one of these races or 20 of these races land and say, yeah, we made you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Chinese guy right there in the back. You know, and the and like, there's a little tiny bit. It's not a missing link. We're missing thousands and thousands of links in our evolutionary chain, actually. And uh, any anthropologist friends you may have out there will always scoff at the idea. There's evolutionary total evidence and data to back up that we came from this particular tight and you know what the reality of it is they're pretty much playing cards with like two cards the yeah. rest of the deck isn't there yeah. so there you go that's the whole I thing i mean baby it's the only way if any of you on any of your shows come up with something in the rh negative factor whole discussion comes up because it's a deep rabbit hole you know and they say that they're more sensitive that they have you know, abilities and all this other stuff. And there's a whole line of different things where they come up with this. I have no clue, but I would be very interested because it's supposedly like 5% of the population and I'm RH negative. So yeah, like, I have family members that are RH negative too. Yeah. And it, you know, it's distressful if you're a woman because you have a lot of problems losing children and like that. And I was in the army. I lost five kids before they figured out it was RH negative. I was in the army, yeah, and they're just not going to do anything extra, you know. No offense to anybody in the army, but you, you, they go what they have to handle at the time. Mm-hmm. So it took a long time for them to figure out. Then you have to get the, there's a whole controversy about you know, getting shots. So because basically, when you're carrying a child, your body looks at that child if who's not an Rh negative as invading. Yeah, 
and that's the way it is. And it's just horrible, you know, and then you get into, like I said, this rabbit hole of what it is or what it means or where you come from and all that other stuff. So I'd just like to know. So give me a heads up. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, not only do you lose it as, as a virus when you're pregnant, but when they come out, they become viruses, too. Um, <laughs> and they eat. Apparently, you got to feed them. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. But it is it, it's an interesting subject, you know, and, you know, you get somebody that really knows about it. Let me know. Absolutely. Yeah, I, remember I, was, I was watching the show the other day and they're talking about this other blood type that I've never heard about. And I Google it and it's actually a thing. There's only like a handful of people in the world who have it. And I can't for the life of me remember what that blood type was. And I've been trying to Google it and I can't find it. Like a super special blood type? Like special K? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's special K. <laughs> Could be special. That's a drug reference. T. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you <laughs> I've been sucking blood for centuries. No. <laughs> well, um, something else that caught my eye, I, I believe it was a couple articles just before the new year, um, it was these couple of women that are claiming to have had sexual relationships with spirits. And oh. uh, <laughs> a couple of them, the, the two that were the articles were about, claimed it to be either getting married to or already married to a spirit. And it was something that kind of like rattled something in my brain because I mean, I have come <laughs> across people saying that they have been uh, sexually assaulted or, or whatever by a spirit. And, you know, there's all these different myths and legends about that sort of a thing. But, you know, when you're claiming that you have a sexual partner who is not even flesh and blood, and then you're married to them. It, it's something that just baffled my mind. So I wanted to get your guys' opinions on it. Um, Cisco, I'll let you go first. There goes your hour, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the one that comes to mind is the lady that married a 300-year-old pirate. That's one of them. That, that, yeah, yeah. Right away, you want to go, huh? And then you listen to her and you watch her body language and everything else. She truly believes this. Now, who am I to say? <laughs> yeah, that, right. That's a job. What more do you she, want? She's a caring person. She's got a whole table with all his favorite things. He likes to play cards. He, of course, he likes rum. He, she's got it all after kind of like an altar. She seems to be extremely satisfied. She's very calm. You know, so, so it must be, you know. They must have a nice relationship. But, you know, all, <laughs> the first thing <laughs> that came to my mind was the only thing present was the person marrying. Did, did you see the actual wedding video? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, you back and rewind and watch the whole wedding video because it's, it's something to see. But um, there's the gentleman that's marrying them on the beach by the jetty with the breaking waves. Very romantic. And then there's this candle, and she keeps holding on to this candle. She's talking to the candle. And it's just a regular taper candle. And my whole thing, I'm looking at her and go, lady, you should have married a bigger candle. <laughs> you take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife? The <laughs> <laughs> sad ending to this whole thing is they're divorced now. Yeah. Yeah. Does she so get half the ship? <laughs> I don't know, but you know what? And all kidding aside, you know, you've got your, you know, the whole thing with the entity. Think about it. And that certainly was not romantic. That was more of, and you know what? I, I've studied that, you know, for a long time. I've read her history. It was before, it was during, and after. Um, 
there was something going on there. I don't know what, but you've got your whole succubus. You've got, you know, the whole thing. Is it possible? I would say yes, but I don't think they're human entities doing this. However, there are plenty of cases where a ghost gets inappropriate with somebody. Oh, yeah. I heard that. Um, as far as being romantic with one, there's plenty of books written about it, and they sell like hotcakes. So I don't know. Um, Marion? That's just... Well, don't, don't have, uh, the host of this show, didn't he get touched in, in an inappropriate way <laughs> at someone's house? Yeah, <laughs> it was it was something else, but it wasn't so inappropriate that I'm like, oh, no, I've been sexually harassed. No, but it, it's... <laughs> me, too it's movement, me too movement. <laughs> <laughs> me boo movement, you mean. Me boo. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Jonathan Bryan will be here every Monday. Try the veal. Um, <laughs> I, I, you look. They, oh, I mean, they, they have they have people talking about aliens encounters in their in their homes as well. That type of, of relation, intimate relationship. Um, the problem here's the problem. Like Cisco said, these people definitely believe this is happening. But are we really to believe that this is happening? Right. And until you experience it you know, or have investigated it and you can somehow put, you know, quantify it. It's, it sounds very, um, weekly world news ish versus like reality. But Brian doesn't all of this, if you think about it. So honestly, you know, just standing outside the box and I'm sorry to jump in here again, but who am I to say, because I've met people that really, they will not leave the house. They're not leaving. They could be going under. They could be, they're just so encompassed by this house and it's whatever's in there. Um, they'll sit and they'll talk back and forth. And I mean, I've had communication with the dead, so I can't say that they're not. And if they do have some kind of relationship or maybe it's a past loved one who's passed and right. to stay until that person. So there's a lot of different avenues you can go down here, but I can tell you right now, you know, uh, all I can see is Johnny Depp and, you know, the whole black pearl and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not marrying a 300 year old pirate. <laughs> uh, just, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think she was too oppressed if she divorced him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she divorced him for the rum. God. Not in court. Can I please weigh in on this now? Can I please? Yeah, I'll <laughs> weigh in. Please. Hold my shotgun. Here it comes. Number one, I would also divorce the pirate because I'm not into light penetration. Okay? <laughs> I, want, I want the whole Captain Jack. Number two, I'm sorry, but most people who are oppressed by spirits and who are suffering. Are not exactly putting it up on YouTube and Facebook with hopes of getting millions and millions of clicks. It's clickbait. And number three, this is the most important one. Can somebody please play the theme song from Pirates of the Caribbean right now? <laughs> <laughs> as as the wedding song as she walks up the aisle. I, I think this is might actually be a little bit more towards what you were saying, Cisco. Maybe it's more of a uh, almost like a a manic state this woman might have been in where she truly does believe. Like, it's almost like that movie Donnie Darko, except a Captain Jack Sparrow instead of the big crazy right. bunny. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, truly believes it's there. Really does believe it, but I don't know, man. When I see all those clicks and all those hits, I kind of feel like maybe it was just a little bit contrived. I mean, was there advertising involved in these videos? Like, did oh, they God. get... It's oh, well, I mean, like, you, 
this is this is a problem being in this field, right? So you bring, you know, you'd physically have to bring a Bigfoot in uh, or an alien in to, to say this is an alien, and then even then they would say it's like photoshopped. They're oh, it's CGI. Up for them at the wedding, right? <laughs> yeah, you know. So, and and you're right. I mean, like I've had I've had dreams where I've literally had my grandfather, who's been dead for years, come to me, which was awesome, and I was literally having a conversation. This was. I said it was a dream, but I know it was real. Um, but to be physically married to somebody, or I don't know the full story, but what was she physically touched? Did they did they consummate oh, the, God, the yeah. nuptials? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, were there batteries involved? <laughs> because <laughs> I just don't see it. Because if you can finally, be, the, finally a use for the K two, yes, <laughs> <laughs> the new K three meter with extra vibration. Um, <laughs> Said, Brian, if you look at the entity, I mean, I don't know how much of that you believe or if you read the book or if you did the study before, during, and after, like I said, there's a it, it, it she left and it kept following her. And honestly, it was more than one. And I do not by any means think that this was a human uh doing this to her. You know, there was supposedly, you know, a couple of short ones and a really, you know, <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, I have not stopped laughing this entire time. It, it always has to come to size, doesn't it? Um, yeah. I, found it I found it strange when I first saw, when I first read this, because um, I used to do the weird news, like you guys know, for uh, Arizona Tramps Network. Um, and one of the weird news segments I did was this woman who married the 300-year-old pirate. And so when I saw she got divorced, Parting was kind of like, oh. But, um, <laughs> yeah, poor but it's a Chinese tradition that's been around for a long time where they actually will marry spirits. They'll, they'll marry a deceased individual and the, and the practice is still done today if memory serves. But, um, no, is it, the, it, is it symbolic? <laughs> is it a symbolic marriage yes. or is it a real marriage? I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it just, uh, I believe it might be like an arranged marriage type thing that if it doesn't happen, they'll still marry the, the spirit, that idea. I think that's what it is. I could be wrong, but so I've heard someone talk about this before. I can't remember who. Uh, oh, my God. I can't remember who was talking about this before with me. This kind of reminds me of that old Star Trek Next Generation episode where Deanna, no, not Deanna, it was the uh, doctor. Uh, she decided to stay on this planet because every woman in in her bloodline uh, married a spirit, but it was actually an alien that was. Does anybody know that episode? Yeah, I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it the, the, was actually this this entity that was because these women had a rare um, energy signature or something that this entity needed, so they would get married. And yeah, it kind of reminds me of that episode. Golly. Yeah. Well, well okay, let's let's. Go in, go with that theory there. So, is there a point where these spirits, when you when you pass from the physical shell to a spiritual <laughs> being or entity, whether you go up or stay or whatever, do you get so good at at manipulating the energy that you can physically manifest for those very few moments or for however long? You know, maybe maybe that's the case. Sure. No, no, I'm just saying, like maybe that's the case because I just. Otherwise, I'm just thinking, like, wh- who's our psychologist or psychiatrist? Because, uh, mm. you know, I think she she definitely, I think it's like like Jonathan said, it's it's a it's like clickbait, and it's it's mm. very unusual. It's like selling the uh, ghost in a jar on eBay, you know. <laughs> right. Well, I actually had someone because 
Wasn't I, she, um, <laughs> uh, didn't she dress up as a line of business? She dressed up as a pirate. Um, uh, I can't remember what it was. And uh, some, what's that? A wench. Like a winch, like a pirate winch, like pirate a winch. yeah, like and, a um, some, somebody like a character actor type thing. And uh, somebody had mentioned to me, well, maybe she just did it because she wanted to get well known and maybe make more money. But who knows? Possible yeah. too. She knows she's not the only one. There's a lot of people, and I just understand where they're. What do you do when you go down to the courthouse and get your marriage license? I don't. What do you get? I don't for a gift. A bit. Well, well, who are the people at the courthouse giving these licenses out? And, and they don't care as long as they get their money. That goes back to why we shouldn't be colonizing space, the stupidity of humans. <laughs> but, I mean, like, if, if I was a yep. judge and this person came into my court looking for a divorce, I'd be like, really? Really? <laughs> You're going to give me this? You're both crazy. I think I want to say counseling for, for both of you. <laughs> I, just, I just said it there. I mean, it, 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 it just... I guess un unless you, you experience it yourself, it's absolutely asinine and it's crazy. It's not yeah. real. I don't see it being real. You know, I think it's also people just trying to escape regular life because, you know, if you don't like regular life, you just create this fantasy. I mean, if that wasn't true, these supernatural romance novels wouldn't be, you know, flying mm -hmm. off shelves. People, th those things are huge, you know, 100%. and I like crazy. But I mean, they have things for 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 that. They have those romance novels, like you're saying, and they have Xbox and PS4 and Pornhub and and all these other places you can go to yeah. escape your real world. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but I I just I, I guess people are looking for attention. I, that's another problem we have here. Everybody wants their 15 minutes or more, <laughs> and they don't give a damn what they do to get it. Hence the bird, the the blind blind bird box challenge. Some girl drove into into online traffic. She almost oh, killed three yeah. people in a family. Yeah, what? I never heard of that. It we just happened. Yeah, we have got yeah. to stop putting the warning labels on the hair dryers, people. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> we just need I to get rid of the just, warning labels in general. I think just we should just fly planes and just drop Tide pods everywhere. And I was happens. just thinking, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a Tide Pod. I mean look if at I this had a new podcast, I'd start it and I'd call it the Tide Pod. I bet you everybody'd be taking it. <laughs> no subscribers though, everyone's dead. <laughs> so you, you count deaths instead of likes, huh? Yeah, well. It is laundry detergent. I can Camping open. There's so many childproof things on that, and that's sad that we have to do that. Back in the day when we were all young. You know, you knew not to do certain things. You know, I had a grandfather would say, let him put the fork in the socket. He'll learn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just, like, he must have been yes. fun. He must have been fun to hang out with. <laughs> he sounds awesome. Ah, Mildred, give her another drink. <laughs> it just actually happened. It was like it was my son. And he's going, let him do it. And I'm like, yeah, out of your mind. But, you know. It's it, it, it. I say that about the warning labels. You uh, somebody had to use their hair dryer in the shower for them to pay pay the extra money to put that warning label on there. Now, My you know, favorite warning label was: Do not place toast in toaster and put in your oven. <laughs> like who does that? Obviously, it happened once. Because I thought you did it. Somebody marry a dead ghost pirate. Don't marry a dead ghost pirate. You know, the creepy thing about that, before you get off the ghost pirate thing, though, think about this. If, if, 
if there's somebody that is having sexual relations with somebody who doesn't, you, you can't see, what are you really having sex with? That's creepy. Right. Mm. And what do you name the baby? <laughs> Could be anything. <laughs> Damien, come here, please. Show of hands. How many people has actually gotten an EVP? I mean, on your own, you've gotten an EVP from a, a disembodied voice from something you did not see that was standing right there. Let's just say I have a ton of them. Okay. It, he's got a bunch of them. Jonathan's probably got a bunch of them. Yeah. So can you imagine if you could see that person and wh- who's actually standing there and what do they look like? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that creepy? Think about that. Eh. Well, it's it's like uh, what is this? Michu Kachu said at one point that these frequencies, like look at a radio signal, right? So these frequencies are everywhere. But when you use a radio or a receiver, you're actually tuning into a specific station to hear clearer. Doesn't mean the other stations go away. Right. So it's the same thing with spirits. If you just tune in or if that spirit has enough energy, overpowers, then it's, you know, it, it, you know, you know, don't forget to throw the garbage out. Okay, thanks. You know, I mean, that it is kind of creepy. It, it's I'm, very- thinking, I'm feeling kind of sad because, you know what, I've been an EV re- uh, researcher, EVP researcher now for five years. I stopped a few months ago and not once was I ever taken out on a date or touched <laughs> or, or anything. And I don't know. You know what? You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Maybe it's because I got a few pounds on. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> well, I oh, you look fantastic. I agree. You never hear a spirit making sexual uh, innuendos or, uh, you know, sexual advances or anything like that. Oh, know, hold on. Now, I've, I've heard it. Oh, I've and heard I'm it. Not- I have. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I think, you know, when you get into the Old West, with some of the um, the the you know the call houses that are out there, you may get some of those like some kind of advancement. But I'm more inclined to believe that if you're getting somebody telling you to f you or whatever, or you know, I think you're getting into a, a something that's more on the evil scale than than the good scale. Well, you think too. You got to think about where you are. I mean, if you're it, see mine were like in bars, things like that. Okay. So, so we can get into that whole jumper thing, right. or. I've got friends who decide why people want to go to prisons. I don't know. I personally, I don't have anything against other people going. I'm not going because I already know the energy that I'm walking into is yep. going to be negative or extremely sad or extremely, you know, cumbersome in any way, oppressive, just like an asylum or anything like that. I'm not going, I'm not doing it. Asylums. I, I won't go to asylums because of the, the, the raw emotions and, and, and I, I just don't want to pick up on that. Right. Yeah, me either. I go through enough just from the living. Well, you, you know, know, when you when you said the jumper thing, <clears throat> that is something where I can see this woman marrying a pirate. Said a, a, a pirate jumper, he jumps into somebody who is whatever, and they become the pirate. You know, it's <laughs> the pirate doing it, not you know whatever Bob from the hardware store. Um, that I can honestly say, Brian, uh, uh, I've seen that. Yeah. Not- well, Thing, but I've seen off. someone jump into another and then that person change and then turn around and completely act different to the woman that they came in with or the woman they're standing next to and just get really fresh or just completely change, you know. And if you try to tell that, that to, to the person that they're with, they think mm-hmm. you're absolutely out of your mind. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What you gonna do? You stand back and you watch it. <laughs> you know, but so now that I know this, I could be really rude to everybody in my family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I always jumped. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the girl. Yeah, oh, I always jumped right there. 
Well, you know, you talk physical. I mean, what's the difference between, you know, grabbing somebody's butt or, you know, punching them? Because I know a lot of, you know, a lot of jumpers, multiple um, that just hang out, you know, like for the taste of alcohol or the drugs or the atmosphere or like the one that hung out in the bar. I was uh, in a bartender for like four years. He liked the music. He liked to play pool. He liked to, you know, shoot tequila and, you know, start a couple of fights or go down the bar and like grab everybody's butt and see, you know, the, the lady turn around, and smack the guy who has no idea why he's being smacked. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen It's crazy. You know, so, that, 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 could be that guy's heaven, by the way. That story you mentioned about the uh, jumper reminded me of the movie uh, The Fallen with um, Denzel Washington. Ever oh, see that one? Yep. That's what that's what that reminded me of. That's exactly what it's like. And yeah. I mean, I, there was time me out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I actually tell that story. It's shot at his heel and no salt. And yeah. that's how I knew it was him because the people in the bar would change from their personality. And before you knew it, he would say, he or she, because I saw him jump into an old lady once, and that was fun. But um, he said... The old lady ordered a shot of tequila. Shot of tequila, no salt. And I actually, the bartender, this is, it's in my book, I swear it's happened. I'm leaving, I'm in a hurry, and you know, you're counting out your tips, you know, your bartender, you know, you come in, you do that break, and she takes over, and I'm ready to go. I got my purse and everything. And the little old lady, well, was sitting down at the end, and she was with her friend, and she got up, and she came to the bar... As she looks at my my friend, she says, shot of tequila, no salt, just like she always did. And I looked at at my bartender friend, and I said, she's going to need change for the pool table. And I threw her a couple of quarters, and I left. (laughs) Because he always did that. He would say, shot of tequila, no salt. He would do the shot, and then he would... You know, look, start rifling through pockets and going through things and saying, you know, want change for the pool table. He would go play a couple rounds of pools. He, he would play usually one of three songs and he would start a little trouble and then back off into the kitchen. The doors would flutter and, oh, it's nuts. But you could see a gray mist sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes you could see a gray mist like going down the bar, like he was trying to pick that person that he, you know, that had. You know, an oppression or a depression or an addiction or somebody, I guess, I don't want to say weak, but had a weakness mm-hmm. that I guess it could jump in. Just like the movie Fallen, you just said. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, but that's that great pretty movie. amazing. Yeah. I I think that, uh, well, I I try to stay on the fence when it comes to, like, possession type stuff because I honestly don't know what is really jumping into people. Is it human spirits? Is it... it evil demonic type spirits is it something else altogether and a lot of people will jump straight to the the demon thing and it's like okay and i i get that but at the same time you know it's hard to fathom anything being in your body and you not being in control of it 100 it is and you would think and you would honestly want to think that nothing like that could ever happen I honestly don't know how to explain it, and I certainly didn't believe it the very first time uh, that it happened, and it didn't take me, it took me a long time to come to the conclusion, and I had I have no backstory on it. I don't know who, I assume it's a guy, um, just because of the mannerisms and the way the body's language would change in the people, um, and, and he definitely had 
ways about him, like if they were wearing long sleeves, if it was long sleeves, he could push them up or he would unbutton them and roll them up if it was a guy. Um, it's just so weird. I can't explain it, but I really think this was a human uh, spirit who just didn't want to leave that area. You think it was and a soldier, Cisco? Um, I don't know. It's possible. I really don't have a backstory on the guy. He never spoke to you like, hi, how you doing? Good to see you again. You know, it mm -hmm. was always the same MO, you know, shot to kill no salt, change pool table. And he would say things short like pool, you know, or change, you know, I, it just it was so weird. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I felt bad. Like, what do you do? Go up yeah, to what him, do you do? say, I'm sorry. The reason you have such a bad headache right now is you were just jumped by this guy who kind of hangs out here and he just wanted to use your body for a while. What yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see that playing out right now. And it's probably not good. You don't do <laughs> The nice thing I could do was not charge him for the tequila because I figured they didn't order it. Well, who, who's been on an investigation and, and you've I've seen some of your co investigators possibly in the breach of, of a. Of a not a possession, but or or you know, spirit entering. I mean, I've seen it, and the telltale sign right off the bat is it's in their eyes. Yeah, I was about to say that. It's one hundred percent their eyes. An old partner of mine, and uh, that did happen to him in one of the houses we were in. It was interesting that it wasn't really. See, with me, like this is this is another reason why I think that ghost power thing is so full of it because it seems to me a lot of the things that come through in paranormal are usually for the most part when you're investigating very subtle and uh like with rob i can remember very clearly looking at him and i was like yeah all right man he's like yeah i just feel a little bit off here and i remember looking at his eyes and his eyes were like looking down to the floor and they were like glazed it was yep. weird and it wasn't i know rob pretty good <laughs> i knew in that moment he wasn't himself right and i can remember talking to him a little bit and it was like he wasn't it wasn't that he didn't want to talk to me is just that he kept looking around and feeling weird and i knew there was something off right and uh, that was pretty much it but i even said to him after i said man like there was one point of that night like you were acting really freaking weird like what was up with that he was like yeah man like i don't know like i felt i felt like i was falling he said to me that's he had that feeling he was on an elevator that's what he told me like you know that feeling really? you get, yeah, when yeah. you get off an elevator and you feel like you're still on the elevator yeah well, he had that feeling after the after the investigation. And I was like, man, like, you think something happened? He's like, I'll be honest with you, John, I don't believe in that crap. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I was like, yeah, okay, bud. And then, like, but I'm telling you, when I looked in his eyes, it was like, well, I don't almost, know how to describe it. It was like, it wasn't his eyes looking back at me. Yep. It and almost it, happened to me on an investigation. Um, we were setting up the equipment. Sorry to cut you off, Johnny. That's okay. I love that. Women me up all the time. I am married, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we were setting up, and, and uh, I'm trying to set up the camera, so I've got the cables, and all of a sudden I had this really weird feeling, and our lead investigator, Katie, came up to me, and uh, she's looking at me. She goes, are you okay? And it sounded like she was way down the end of the hall, and all I could muster was shaking my head, no. And she goes, you know, something just passed through you, and I shook my head, yes. She goes, and I'm big on carrying selenite with me, and I didn't even have it on me yet. She goes, you need to go get your crystals. Go get it now. I just dropped the cables right there and ran yep. to my case, and I shoved out. I usually just keep one piece. I had three pieces in my case. I just shoved my pockets with them, and then I just started saying prayers, calling to my ancestors, you know. 
uh, whatever the heck that was, keep it away. And I was saying, you're not welcome. If you need to communicate, we have these devices here. You're not coming through me, but it was really weird. And then Katie later on says, where, where did you go? And I said, I, I don't know. It, it was like I was trying to be, I was being pushed and I was at way down at the other end of the hall and I could hardly hear her. It was the, mm. I'd never had that again since. And that was the first time. And I hope it never happens again. It's, it's a mm. scary prospect. I, I yeah. gotta be honest. I mean, that's why like when I do investigation, it, an investigation, um, we could be going to the greatest place in the planet. If I get there and I just don't feel it or I'm, mm-hmm. I had a bad day or I got pissed off or, or something negative, you know, has been clouding my day. I am not going in there. I am ripe for takeover. And I remember one time I was investigating uh, a haunted lake kind of close to home. It's called Powers Pond. And uh, just a, a very downer type place. Like, lots of people have committed suicide there. Uh, mostly pillheads. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, just like three months before I investigated there, somebody had went in and committed suicide. So, we were like, you know what? There's a place to probably try. We should probably try here tonight. I was having a really bad day. I actually I chronicled this in my book. Actually, I talked about this. I had a whole chapter about Powers Pond, but uh, I talked about this in my book. And uh, <laughs> it was basically me going one way and my partner going the other. And uh, I had a horrible day before I went out. And I was like, man, I shouldn't go out. But like, I hadn't seen my buddy in a long time. And like, go and go something with him was like a monthly thing. It was nice to go out with him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I can remember being up on the side of it was like a wooden bridge. And I was leaning against it, and it was probably one of the first times I ever busted out the spirit box. Now, I was always a very skeptical person over that because, you know, you're basically opening up a receiver and listening to things going through white noise. Like, your brain's going to make it up. This Mm -hmm. thing literally says, Johnny is sad. Right to me. And I'm like, the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) First time I heard my name, and something that was actually intelligent come through. So... I was like, holy crap. I was like, man, and you're absolutely right. I was a tree. I was sad that day. I was. Yep. <laughs> the best way. I was sad. I was sad. And it was pretty, pretty intense. Just go to show you that, that if they are out there and they're looking through that veil at you, they can sense it or they can feel it. They can see it. And, uh, you know, I, sometimes I wonder what really is communicating to us that can see our emotions like that. Right. Well, I think when you, when you get out there emotionally, if you're down, your vibration's lower. And, yes. and we all, everybody talks about vibrations for the most part. You are so, it, it's a low vibration. So they just, they can just see it. I think it's part of your aura and everything. And they just, you know, it's like eating, meaning, mighty mo, who am I going to go to, you know, or, or, and you're just going to go with the weakest person because you have more control over that person, mm-hmm. you know, and just if you're physically built and, and you doesn't mean that you're mentally capable of being the stronger person. You know, and vice versa. Even the meekest person may be stronger mentally than somebody mm-hmm. else. So you're going to go for the non-challenge. Um, you know, like Absolutely fish true. in a bottle. But um, it, it's it's really scary. I mean, we we did it. We did the Letchworth Village Cemetery, and there were 300 unmarked graves uh, from ages uh, three months on up because they experimented. They got the polio vaccine from there, and they experimented on these kids. And if you listen to some, I mean, I have, I have tons of recordings of EVPs and you can hear people help me and the people, Oh, look, they're here to help. And I could have sworn I heard my name, Brian. And that freaks you out when you hear it on an EVP. Yep. It just bugs you out because it's like, they shouldn't know that. I was, mm-hmm. it was just me and my, bu- and, and Al and Al actually that night, he had a weird look. I was like, what's wrong with you? 
And he goes, nothing, nothing. And I'm like, you could tell. It was in his eyes, and he had that, like, stupidish grin. Um, and I, I don't want to bring him up because Johnny loves him. That's his man crush, Zach Baggins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you see, you know, like, like, I know a lot of stuff's done for TV, but there's some stuff where you can see it. You can see when people get that look in their face. And you can't just play it off. You can't just act it. There are times when you see people have a look in the face like, oh, wow, this is going to be a rough night. And he and he deals with he does stupid things like antagonizing these you know these spirits. Not smart. No, no. I had my name. I heard my name once um, going over the audio. I've got the headset on. I'm sitting there, and I don't know if you guys do this. As you're listening to what you've recorded, you're going through the actual investigation all over again in your head, so you know exactly what had happened. It's like, oh yeah, yep. you hear this, and it's like, oh yeah, I remember that happening. All of a sudden. Everyone knows me as Kat. My full name is Catherine. So I'm sitting there and listening to the audio and I got my eyes closed. I'm kind of bored, right? It's like, it, it is tedious. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden I heard Catherine. And I Ugh. sat up, my eyes shot <laughs> open. And I was like, what the actual shit? <laughs> so I rewound it. And I remembered that instant. I'm in the room with uh, my two team members. And uh, I remember... It felt like somebody touched my left shoulder and I looked and there's nobody there. And it was a man's voice. And going over the audio, because I didn't hear anything, I just felt the, the touch, right? So I'm going over the audio and that was the moment that I heard Catherine. Holy mm. crap. So I, my kids, I'm like, kids, kids, come here, come here, come here. What do, you, what do you hear? And I didn't tell them, right? I just said, what do you hear? And they said, yeah, you just had your name mentioned. Every team member that night had their names mentioned at one point. It was the weird... Oh, yeah. Like, talk about my, my eyes shot open. Like, what? Well, on, on those investigations, here we go. Because what's to say, it, is it is it actually an entity or spirit in there just picking, you know, like picking you out and knows more about you than anything? Or maybe it's your guardian angel. Just keep like, keep alert, you know? Yeah, exactly. I don't know what it was, but uh, it, it called me by my full name. And not too many people call me by my full name. Even the team members didn't know. They, they said, you know, because I before I played the audio for them, I said, um, you know, what do you think my, my full name is? Oh, it could be Kathleen, you know, uh, could be a whole bunch of stuff. And I said, well, my full name's actually Catherine, after, you know, and they, they, they're just like, holy crap. Like, they, they couldn't believe it. And like I said, every team member that night had their name mentioned at one point or, or another. It was weird. I've had that happen where it, that moment right before we've all got that that right right before you fall asleep Hmm. it's hard to describe but you know that right before you fall asleep and then the right before you wake up there's definitely a an awareness you know going coming in and this one morning i'm laying on the i always lay on my side looking toward (laughs) the wall and right in front of my face and i mean close close enough to feel breath i hear Hello, and then my Chris, my you know my given name, which mm-hmm. nobody calls me. Z- wow. Nobody. <laughs> my given. Name I found the way- <laughs> oh, Did you? Do you want me to play it for you? Oh yeah, if you could play it through the through your system, that'd so be great. I'm gonna try it. Okay, I, I'd like to try it because you got me. 
I don't know. You got me all excited, and everyone's talking about EVP. Like, they knew this was going to happen to me, right? Well, like, I, I want to, but before you play that, I want to state this right now. I can guarantee you that in this broadcast, if you play it back in, with headphones on, there will be EVPs here. Not the one that Jonathan's going to play. Mm. I guarantee you're going to catch EVPs on this podcast. I think I got it. I'm going to try to play it, okay? So let's, let's see if we can hear it. Did I mention this was a Christmas video? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember I told you. No stories. Hey, Christmas. So you'll hear me talking, but you'll hear Johnny is sad in the background, okay? You'll hear me talking. I'm actually talking over it. Just listen one more time. Oh, in the background. Doesn't really do it justice. The other one I had was a bit more cleaner, but you got it. It's a lower end. It's yeah, it's, it's weird. It's in the deep section, and it's just low below that. It's 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 a lot higher. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Want to hear it one more time? Yeah. Sure. Maybe I'll turn up my radio. Okay. I hate spirit boxes, by the way. But I know. I, listen, man. I, I I used to be really smart until I started doing this. <laughs> like six or seven hours straight of. Oh my god. Bugger. Okay. I, once again, we'll hear the music too. It was a Christmas video. It was on. It's very hard to hear that one. It's probably not my clearest one I got, but you know, it sounds like a like a a young a child. Yeah, yeah. It well, sounds like sense. a child. <laughs> and that scares you the shit out of me more than if it was that. <laughs> because <laughs> we all know in every freaking horror film, it's the little girl that's the, the, the you know, the killer and the psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> the little seven-year-old girl. I, I always, I'm telling you, if I go into a building and I hear like a little girl, you want to play? I'm out. Nope. I'm gone. I'm done. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing is, you know, everybody wants to associate children's voices with something evil, demonic, whatever. And, you know, then you have to really differentiate. Okay, is there really a child spirit here or were we being goaded into something with with whatever it was? Uh, Both can be true. Right. Both can be true. The craziest case now, as far as equipment, and I don't, I've said this multiple times, I, I don't understand equipment. I don't understand what makes it work. So I don't really understand what's using it and how it's using it to make it work. If you understand what I'm saying, I'm mm-hmm. no tech. I'm no tech person. When I went to get Gettysburg the last time, just recently in this past summer, and I got the chance to go in with KSPS from um, out of uh, they're out of Pennsylvania. Great guys, a lot of heart, a lot of tech, a lot of understanding, a lot of good chemistry, just a great team. And I was invited to go into this dark cellar in the middle of Gettysburg. Sure, why not? So, <laughs> so like all, all us nuts, I go. And I got a chance for the first time to be around a lot of tech and equipment. Now, they've got the one, I don't know the name, so forgive me. They've got the, the screen that's got the stick figures. It's the connect one. It's the, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's pretty interesting stuff, but yeah, it is. And they had that. So that's one person is manning that. 
Then, of course, we used the flashlights. There was three flashlights, and I guarantee you, when we said turn them on, turn them off, all of them either went on and all of them went off. It was amazing. Then we had two people, actually one person with two, in their hands had the app that would spell the word. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ovulus. Okay. Ovulus. I guess. And then there was the round thing with the lights. It kind of looks like a smoke detector, but it's got Red lights spot. around it. Yes. I'll and take then, Disney for 500 now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Now, this is the reason I set this up is because at one point, everybody did their stuff. And, you know, we were working very carefully to try to get these uh, uh, ghosts to listen to us and give us a chance to try to calm them down. There was a lot of them in there. And we had, I think, 11 responding at one time. And that goes with the figure. It was cool because you could see them on the stick figure thing. And then when we asked, they would say 11 through the box that speaks. And then it almost, you know, would say like one, one of the things said many and something else had a number. I don't know. It was all nuts because all this equipment is actually answering the same question in very much the same way. That blew my mind. Now, as we're getting through this, I'm asking several questions, and then I asked, okay, is anybody here, uh, does anybody here want help? The box that says, has the voices coming out of it, says, yes, please. It not only responded, but was polite. Wow. And, and both of the things that the, the guy was holding where the words come up said help, both of them. Yeah. And the man that was on uh, had a laptop sitting on his. He had another app or another thing on that. He's saying yes, all pretty much at the same time, within seconds of each other. That blew my mind. Yeah, like when you have multiple pieces of equipment and they're all correlating at the same time, mm-hmm. it's a lot more convincing, no doubt. One hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, you know. Once again, there's people out there who've got far better equipment than we'll ever get our hands on mm-hmm. who have had that. And the, and the problem is, is not that we can't, you know, catch what's going on. It's that we can't recreate it until we can recreate it. You know, science is never going to accept what we do, basically. Right. right. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But, uh, you know, that's it. It's all I we can do. Those no Nobel prizes for us. Those pieces of equipment are great. Um, but one of the, I just picked up something, and uh, I'll send you a link to where I got it. Really inexpensive. It's a recorder, micro recorder, but you can put headphones in. It does EVPs really well because it does it on based on noise. So it's voice activated. So if you're there, no one's making a sound. You shouldn't get anything. If it repicks something up, a sound was created. It's like someone is talking via voice. So those should be class A EVPs. The cool part about it is you can cap share it with the headphones on you almost hear it real time wow um and you john you're right you, and you know unless you can bring that ghost like ask them questions they'll answer it for you or do a math problem or something like that you know where you know you can kind of like quantify yep we told it to do 63 times 72 and it gave us the correct answer you know until you can get that done no one's going to believe you but when you're there in the dark or, or whatever and i don't think you need to be in the dark mind you no. um it's pretty pretty interesting some of the things that come up. Absolutely. Uh, you know, my thing that I talked about in my book was that it's just going for higher quality data, basically. Right. Uh, I, I talked about made communications, which is which stands for multiple word, 
audible to the air, intelligently communicated in direct response to a question or stimuli. So what Cisco just talked about a minute ago fit the bill right across the right across yep. the board. It was multiple war, multiple word. It was audible, right? It was a direct <laughs> response to a stimulus. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was intelligent because you asked to need help and it said, yes, please. I mean, it's pretty intelligent to me. That's that's different than, you know, Zach Baggins run around going, bro, did you just hear that, man? Bro. Yeah. Bro. That's that's what always and I agree with everything everybody's saying. And I'm sitting here thinking two things. One, isn't this an amazing subject? I think that's what draws us all wonderment of it all seriously and isn't it interesting too the different paths people take on the same subject because you've got your people who are full-on science and you know and they want to try to repeat it that way and i think that's what ghost hunters started out with i think brian and i talked about this last week with bless their hearts they wanted they just really wanted to prove it as much as they could. You know, this is what's happening and this is let's analyze it and in some cases over analyzing you know we had a knock Um, and then they took a lot of the feeling out of it. And I think that when you combine and you have a good chemistry and you combine all of that, the tech, the feeling, the mediums, the psychics, whatever, everybody in the room is going to get goosebumps. You know, if something walks through you or touches you or communicates, um, that's feeling, you know, you're going to feel oppression. You're going to feel the heaviness. You're going to feel maybe the air change and i think it really is important that all those things are combined in some way um and maybe it's not so much proving it um to well at least to me we've all taken different paths to me i'm just going in there and going okay what can we do to get what you need and you know get me out of here without the worst headache of my life you know it's like (laughs) it's priorities you know um, you know, if I can get something down, I mean, I never, I don't know how you guys feel about old school stuff, but a lot of the guys that have been in game a long time will say, you know what, I go in with dousing rods and a Mickey Mouse recorder, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and they get stuff, but they get stuff and it's insane. And then you watch some of these shows and anybody who does this, every single person here has at least done this to a certain extent for a long period of time. And we look at these shows and we think, gosh, I mean, I got more last Friday on, you know, than these guys got <laughs> you know, what's, what are they doing wrong? Well, my, my question for everyone is why, why keep doing this? We, we all know this stuff is out there. We all keep capturing it. Right. Shouldn't we be focusing more on focusing on, oh, I don't know how it's possible. Right. Like mm-hmm. to me, like it's, 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 yes, EVP is real, but how the heck are we picking up sounds with no vocal cords? Like, right. How are we picking up the sounds of footprints being imprinted on places? And everyone likes to talk about, oh, energy's trapped here and all this. But really, they're just throwing out some wild theory with nothing to back it up. My my, my thing is always, how? How is it possible that we pick up EVP? Where is it coming from? I got to say that. If we can find out where that, it's coming yeah. from. And, and I think that's the main thing, looking for those telltale signs, like how this exists. And it, isn't it interesting that it's almost always EVP that people capture? Very rarely do you see anything. Right. Very Very rarely. And I I think that might be a big, big part of it, too. And, uh, you know, it it makes sense because what is sound? It's vibration. Right. 
Yeah, but isn't that, isn't that a form of energy, though? And I, and I know you don't. You may not like that energy, man. You know, like a lot of people are using the energy analogy, but it's yeah. it's the truth. See, all this stuff correlates. It's not just the spirit world, but when you get into other things like um, the cryptid side of it, like Bigfoot or, or Dogman or Werewolf, whatever you want to call it, um, and and aliens and UFOs, we're still talking about energy and the manipulation of energy, and also dimensions. Because mm-hmm. who's to say, who's to say, I look at it as I live in an apartment, right? So I have apartment, you know, I have people below me uh, and next to me. And literally you can hear their conversations. It's, it's the equivalent of an EVP, you know, maybe because our, our, our dimension is so close to some other, di- that dimension or the veil is so thin that you're picking it up on the other side. It's kind of okay. like that they're yelling through that way, or maybe they're actually are manipulating the energy you know, and change and being able to change it. Um, all these devices that are picking it up are based off of magnet or, or some kind of recording semi based about, you know, ma- magnetic recording and etching. So, you know, uh, there's, there's no other way unless you get like a silicone based recorder. If they even have those, um, it, you're going to have to think about it being an energy source and manipulating it. Well, here's another thing too. The farthest I've ever got with this stuff was three years in the same haunted museum for, well, three years. <laughs> and I got to <laughs> investigate that pl- place multiple times, 15, like at least 15 times the first year alone. And the closest I got to figuring any of the mechanics of this stuff out was to quadrilate where an EVP was coming from in a room. I hung six reporters from the ceiling and actually measured it out to the walls to figure out what part, where was this coming from in the room? And it was actually coming from the far right corner of the room which had nothing to do with any of the things that we apparently heard, which was an old typewriter and a door slamming, right? So to me, there's there's something to that. And there's also the other theory of this too. In order for this to cross a dimension, there's only one thing that, that connects dimensions. Does anybody know what that is? Portals? <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. Are you going string theory here? We're going a little, no. Actually, we're going quite Einsteinian here. <laughs> we're talking <laughs> to Einstein Rosenbridge, guys. We're talking to All right. Ah, yeah. This is the only thing that can exist. And here's the really fun part about that. We can find one of those. Mm. There's got to be something in the environment that's given off. And, and, you know, people talk about radiation. People talk about Mm. different things in the atmosphere that are being given off when this stuff manifests, especially something that's really powerful, like poltergeist activity and stuff like that. What's one of the most famous things people talk about? You know, the blood running down the walls or ectoplasm or, or some kind of liquid. Where is it coming from? Right. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be very interesting, very, very interesting to, to find where an EVP is coming from in the room because there has to be some kind of opening. Has to be. Well, here's the problem with that. When you live in a large apartment complex or building, it literally could be coming from the ground 15 stories below you. True. That's yeah. where it's entering, and it's just being it's like like an elevator shaft that's going up to where you are. So it, it's not necessarily that it's coming from the specific room or, or a specific side. And even if it does give off a radiation, a radio, a radioactive signal, um, again, you're 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 talking about the manipulation of energy into different forms. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I mean, there's way too. See, I do the scientific side of it too. I want to, you know, try to quantify it. Um, but and you look for the storms, and you depending on what you're using, what equipment you're using, especially like if you're using a tri field field meter, you have to have a live weather app running 
um, which also can interfere with your equipment. But you have to know if there's lightning anywhere near there for six miles at minimum, hmm. because that can affect your meter. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and if you're not paying to, you know, paying attention to all that stuff, I mean, ideally, you know, there's no ideal situation unless you're a scientist and you can get the funding and, you know, go in there and have um, a bunch of different, you know, equipments going and someone monitoring every screen, split screening it so you can see everything. Um, But most likely those people are so not open to the fact of that type of communication that that no one may not want to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, da- go ahead, Kat. Oh, thank you. My daughter mentioned to me one time before, and it, it kind of made sense. She says, how do we know when there's paranormal activity? Maybe it's someone from another dimension investigating us. Mm-hmm. And that's, and I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> that's a Farsight cartoon right there. Yeah. <laughs> it truly is, but it also brings up, you know, time lapses and, mm-hmm. you know, time overlapping you know, if you want to bring that up, you know, there's multiple cases of that, you know, like the, the Versailles ladies, you know, everybody's heard that. Um, and you know, EVPs that seem to be coming from right where you are, yet they don't see you um, and you don't see them. Maybe you don't hear them in real time, but it's back on the tape and they're going, I'm right here. Where are you? Mm. So that kind of thing blows to my mind i'm thinking okay what do we have here like do we have an overlapping of dimensions here is there some kind of a time you know portal something going on i don't know the other thing that blows my mind is these whatever you want to call them um like impressions of energy again there's that word but impressions of an event say like a repeating like residual, like residual, yeah, like that, but different. Here's one that blew my mind. Lady moves into a, a new apartment, um, and down the hall, right by, I guess what you would call, you know, where our front door is, um, what is it, the, uh, you know, the room that the door opens into, the the foyer the room, okay, oh, yes, yeah, kind of okay. like that foyer, long hallway, <laughs> and she comes in, she's carrying the laundry. And all of a sudden, she sees this woman, like full apparition. She can see through it, but she sees this woman hit the wall and kind of just disappear into the wall, like somebody pushed her. Uh-huh. And that's what she sees at first. Another time, she sees the woman actually, like at the front door, getting pushed. The door's not moving, nothing else. She just sees this apparition. Now she thinks she's being haunted by some woman who's falling through her wall. As time goes in, she sees it again, but now she sees a man standing there with her and actually push her into the wall. And he follows at her like he's going after her and he disappears into the wall. This goes on for a while. She gets the investigators in. She gets all this other stuff. Now they look into the history of everything. They go to the, the prior owners and the prior owner looks like the woman she's been seeing. Huh. She finally get, they finally get them together and she's startled because this is the woman she sees going through the wall. And she says, describe to me what happened. Well, her boyfriend beat her up a couple of years before when she was in that house and he came through the door and he pushed her up against the wall and he choked her and beat her up. And then he left and she, you know, she was passed out on the floor. Mm-hmm. It actually happened. Yet both of the apparitions of these people were still alive. That's that's almost 
classic residual. Right. Yeah, almost like the the intense emotion kind of made a recording. Mm-hmm. Right. Steve has that. one the same thing. My friend Steve has one, and it's so odd to match these up because if you saw this, you would think you were being haunted by a little boy coming in a window. And he goes, he goes back to look at a, a childhood home. And he's talking to the guy and he says, hey, did you ever have any problems? You know, I keep, there's a little boy that haunts this place, goes on and on. And after they're having conversations, he kind of clicks to himself when he says, I see him coming through this window. Now, doggone it, if that wasn't the window, he used to come climbing in when he was 11 years old Hmm. to hide from his mom because he didn't want to go in through the kitchen. He Hmm. snuck in and he'd run up the stairs. And there he is, a, a grown man, and now his little boy apparition is, is haunting. I can't explain that. Well, I got a better one for you, and it's down by Cisco. And any one of us, if you came down to Manalapan, you would be able to see it. There's a church there, and apparently someone, I believe, from the Revolutionary War, some soldier was in there and literally went to church. He was mortally wounded. He was in church, and he passed away there. And there's a blood spot that keeps yeah. coming back. They've they've sanded it, they've waxed it, they've painted it. It mm-hmm. it will appear reappear all the time, and it and it reappears wow. over, um, I think over different times during the day. Yes, you can watch okay. it appear. Got to tell you a ghost story from St. John's now, guys. It's got to happen. The oldest city in North America. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's this beautiful church, the Anglican Cathedral. It is absolutely gorgeous. It's massive, and it's haunted as hell. Ha! So, <laughs> so the story goes, during the construction of this gigantic church, which is probably one of the biggest in uh, Newfoundland, actually, I just, if you can look it up online, you'll be stunned by how beautiful it is. But anyway, uh, there were scaffolders. They were up high, and one guy unfortunately fell to his death. Um, once the, the building was actually completed, they took a picture of all the workers out in front, uh, <laughs> just out in front of the church. And there was probably like 20 or 30 guys, right? And in the corner is this guy still dressed in his work clothes next to all these dudes who are like decked off and all spiffed off. You know now, right? Like this is back in like the God knows like early 1900s here. Like these guys are looking really, really handsome. And on the far right hand side is the ghost of this guy still dressed in his stuff. Anyway, that picture is on the wall at the Anglican Cathedral. You can go and see it today. And, uh, That's sick. It is sick, and it 100% is him. In fact, there's another picture caught a close to him that was donated to them and said this might be him and in memorial of him, and his picture is there, and he looks just like him. It's creepy, man. Huh. All right, guys. See this? I wow. actually found the photo, wow. folks, so I can send it there. <laughs> you found it? Yeah. Nice. Well, we are coming close to the end of the show, guys, so I want to give everybody a chance to tell everybody where they can find your guys' podcast and yourselves and all that good stuff. So, Cisco Birthday Girl, we'll start with you, and we'll go down the line. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure spending my birthday with my pair of friends, and I thank you so very much. You can find my podcast. We're all good podcasts. Go to hang out anywhere, and it is Journey Through the Gate, Paranormal Portal Podcast, and my book is on Kindle. It's an ebook form, but I just, my editor just sent me my my copy, so now I can get it in print, and I'm so Yay. excited. So that is, uh, we are all children in the wilderness of the afterlife, a guided tour through a haunted life, and thanks for having me. All right, Kat. Uh, you can find um, Paranormal Heart 
um, mainly on Podbean, the last Sunday of every month. And you can also find me on Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Paranormal Radio, iTunes. And I'm also going to announce that coming to your radio waves soon, I am honored to be able to be on IamDarkWaters.com. Yay. Yay. Yay! Congratulations. Thank you. All right, John. The Out of the New Flame Paranormal Podcast can be found on pretty much every search engine there is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I missed any, and if I did, you guys better tell me so I can put in my RSV. Uh, mainly, my main place, though, is Podbean. That's like my main thing. That's where I direct most of my traffic. Uh, once again, my show comes out on the first of every month. It is a monthly podcast. But I'm known to throw up extra episodes. Like, you know, we probably got like three episodes. I think it was on January 1st I dropped. So yeah. <laughs> um, I'm known to drop more. But see, see what it's, I, I set the expectation low and then over deliver, right? Once again, on the Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast, your monthly paranormal variety show, uh, paranormal news. Uh, we got a meditation every single month with my friend Betty. We got Dr. Laura's Lair where she talks about weird science. And of course, we have a special guest every single month. And uh, who knows, there might even be some people on my show who are on uh, with me right here tonight, Cisco and Brian. I'm looking at your guys, May and June. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting, that's June. interesting uh, nicknames for them. Um, now, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Brian Bowden, where can everybody find you? Well, June can be found on Podbean <laughs> uh, under Nobobumi or inside the Goblin Universe We try to do shows and drop them on Fridays, um, as many Fridays as we can. Uh, but it, it all depends because I have a real life outside of this with kids and I have to take care of that. But um, we also do investigations. I, you could read some of my stuff in um, Outer Limits magazine. I'm the North American and Canadian correspondent for the magazine. So if I'm not doing a podcast, I'm doing that. And uh, there's a couple of books coming out very soon. So look for those. Sounds good. Ooh. Nice. Yes. Nice. Articles? <laughs> yes, a bunch of articles. I got articles, man. You want some? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, you so much for being on uh, Beyond Reason. And you guys have a good evening. Thank you, Justin. Thanks so much, Justin. All right, folks. That was the roundtable. First ever for Beyond Reason. I think one of many to come. So check out all those guys. Uh, Cisco Murdoch, Brian Bowden, Cat Ward, and John Mallard on their shows. All do great shows. I would not have people on who I didn't trust to do a great show. So that's all I've got for you guys this week. Until next week. Keep those minds open. This is Justin Kensleri signing off. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. 
It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.